听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read. 欢迎收听轻松调频美文阅读 Motu Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。今天我们将会听到英国女诗人伊迪丝·希特维尔的一句话，美国超验主义的代表人物亨利·戴维·梭罗的一首诗歌《Winter Memories》。最后呢，让我们继续来读中国现代文学家郑振铎的一篇散文《燕之去》。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. 冬天是舒适的季节，人们在这时享用美食，感受温暖，体会有朋的陪伴与炉火旁的交谈，是属于家的温馨之时。伊迪丝·希特维尔。伊迪丝·希特维尔出生于1887年 ，1964 年去世，是20世纪上半叶英国现代主义女诗人。她深受法国象征主义的影响，并且对当时英国诗坛倡导的写实之风大为不满，强调诗歌的艺术性，提出艺术是生活的变形。同其他的现代主义诗人一样，伊迪丝的诗歌利益于表达现代人的空虚与焦虑的情感。但是在创作手法上则锐意创新，既在诗中设置奇特的意象，又侧重于诗歌的声音元素，使其诗一反同时代诗歌的僵化疲软之风，在二十世纪的英国诗坛独树一帜。Winter is the time for comfort, for good food and warmth. For the touch of a friendly hand and a talk beside the fire, it is time for home. Edith Sitwell. 冬天是舒适的季节，人们在这时享用美食，感受温暖，体会有朋的陪伴与炉火旁的交谈，是属于家的温馨之时。伊迪丝·希特维尔。Winter memories, Henry David Thoreau. Within the circuit of this plodding life, there enter moments. 
of an azure hue, untarnished fair as is the violet, or anemone when the spring strews them by some meandering rivulet, which make the best philosophy untrue that aims but to console man for his grievances. I have remembered when the winter came, high in my chamber in the frosty nights, when, in the still light of the cheerful moon, on every twig and rail and jutting spout, the icy spears were adding to their length against the arrows of the coming sun. How, in the shimmering noon of summer past, some unrecorded beam slanted across the upland pastures where the John's wort grew, or heard amid the verdure of my mind the bee's long-smothered hum on the blue flag, loitering amidst the mead or busy rill, which now, through all its course, stands still and dumb, its own memorial purling at its play along the slopes and through the meadows next, until its youthful sound was hushed at last in the staid current of the lowland stream, or seen the furrows shine, but late upturned, and where the field fare followed in the rear, when all the fields around lay bound and hoar beneath a thick integument of snow, so by God's cheap economy made rich to go upon my winter's task again. Hungli 倘若他唯一的目标只是为解人间的冤苦，在冬天到来的时候，霜浓之夜，我高栖在小楼上，愉快的月亮寂静的光辉中，每一根树枝、栏杆、突出的水管上，冰腔越来越长，映出日出的光
听见悠长的闷闷的风鸣，嗡嗡绕着徘徊于草原上的蓝色的剑兰，或是听见那忙碌的小溪。现在它上下游整个暗哑，目立，成为他自己的纪念碑。以前曾旋卷着潺潺的，在山坡上游戏，穿过附近的草原。直到他年轻的声音，终于淹没在低低的江河持重的潮流中，或是看见新刨的一行行田壤发出光辉，后面跟着画眉鸟，而现在四周一切田地都冻结，白茫茫盖着一层冰雪的厚壳。这样，仗着上帝经济的办法，我的生活丰富起来。使我又能够从事于我冬天的工作。我们刚才听到的诗歌《Winter Memories》，冬天的回忆，出自美国著名文人。亨利·戴维·梭罗，英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人小斐为您朗诵，由张爱玲翻译。亨利·戴维·梭罗又译作亨利·大卫·梭罗，出生于1817年 ，1862 年去世，是美国著名的作家、哲学家。作为超验主义的代表人物，梭罗的思想对后人产生了深远的影响。他既继承了超验主义哲学家爱默生的自然观，又在此基础上有自己的见解和观点。梭罗呼吁人们过简单自足的生活，不必追求奢侈复杂的生活。然而，理想与现实总是存在差距的。在梭罗回到家乡康科德生活的年代，美国政治独立后，工业迅猛发展，移民大量涌入，西部开发高歌猛进。梭罗曾写道：“不论任何时节，只要白天出去散步，到处都能听到伐木的声音。自己的家乡在历史车轮的推动下，由农业化向工业化、商业化进展，到处都充斥着经济发展后的物欲横流、金钱至上。对于外界的物质追求，梭罗并不在意，他将重点放在了读书、学习和旅行上。在梭罗看来。”生活能够满足基本的需求即可，不用过分追求奢华。只有徜徉在知识的海洋中，才能丰富自己的世界，才能享受精神盛宴。Winter Memories, Henry David Thoreau. Within the circuit of this plodding life, there enter moments of an azure hue, untarnished, fair as is the violet, or anemone when the spring strews them by some meandering rivulet, which make the best philosophy untrue. That aims, but to console man 
for his grievances. I have remembered when the winter came, high in my chamber in the frosty nights, when, in the still light of the cheerful moon, on every twig and rail and jutting spout, the icy spears were adding to their length against the arrows of the coming sun. How, in the shimmering noon of summer past, some unrecorded beam slanted across the upland pastures where the John's wort grew, or heard amid the verdure of my mind the bee's long-smothered hum on the blue flag, loitering amidst the mead or busy rill, which now, through all its course, stands still and dumb, its own memorial purling at its play along the slopes and through the meadows next, until its youthful sound was hushed at last in the staid current of the lowland stream, or seen the furrows shine, but late upturned, and where the field fare followed in the rear, when all the fields around lay bound and hoar beneath a thick integument of snow, so by God's cheap economy made rich to go upon my winter's task again. More to read. Beauty of words. 郑振铎是中国现代著名的文学家、社会活动家、文物收藏家、鉴定家、考古学家、藏书家，也是景星学社的社员，是中国科学院的学部委员。他出生于1898年、1955年去世，不论在诗歌、戏曲、散文、美术
，而他却还在举着酒杯，不匆不忙地喝着。他的吃饭尚在再一个半点钟之后呢，而他喝着酒，言微驼着，常常叫道：“孩子，来！”而我们便到了他的跟前。他夹了一块只有他独享着的菜蔬放在我们口中，问道：“好吃吗？”我们往往以点点头答之。在孙男与孙女中，他特别的喜欢我，叫我前去的时候尤多。长长的，他把有了短姿的嘴吻着我的面颊，微微有些刺痛，而他的酒气从他的口鼻中直喷出来，这是使我很难受的。It has been said that drinking by oneself is most enjoyable. When I was little. I often saw my grandfather holding a tin decanter and pouring yellow wine into a small white porcelain cup for himself alone. He would lift the cup and take a small sip, just a small sip, and put it down. He would then pick up some food with his chopsticks. In this way, he would slowly enjoy his wine and food. Even after we had put down our bowls and chopsticks and left the table. He would still be raising his cup and taking small sips. His real dinner would not even start until an hour and a half later. As he drank, his face would turn pink, and he would often call out, "Come, children!" We would then come up to him, and he would pick up some morsels of food from the dishes prepared specially for him. He would put them in our mouths and ask. Isn't this good? And we often nodded our heads in reply. Among the grandchildren, he was especially fond of me, and I was summoned to his side most often. He would often kiss my cheek, the stubble above his lips scratching and hurting me. The smell of wine from his mouth and nose was hard to bear. 这样的，他消磨过了一个中午和一个黄昏，天天都是如此。我没有享受过这样的乐趣，然而回想起来，似乎他那时是非常的高兴。他是陶醉着，为快乐的物所围着，似乎他的沉重的忧郁都从心上移开了。这里便是他的全个世界，而全个世界也便是他的。Day after day, he would pass the afternoon and the evening in this way. I have never had the chance to experience this kind of pleasure, but as I think back now, it seems to me that he was very cheerful then. He was totally drunk with happiness, and lived in the midst of joy, as if all of his burdens and worries had been lifted from his heart. This was his whole world, and the whole world was completely his. 另一个艳之趣是我们近几年所常常领略到的。那就是集合了好几个无所不谈的朋友，全座没有一个生面孔，在随意的喝着酒、吃着菜，上天下地的谈着，有时说着很轻妙的话，有时说着很可发笑的话，有时是如火如箭的激动的话，有时是深切的论学谈议的话，有时是随意的取笑着，有时是面红耳热的争辩着。有时是高妙的理想在我们的谈风上触着
，有时是恋爱的愈合与家庭的与个人的身世使我们谈个不休。每个人都把他的心胸赤裸裸地坦开了，每个人都把他的向来不肯给人看的面孔显露出来了，每个人都谈着谈着谈着。只有更兴奋地谈着，毫不觉得疲倦是怎么一个样子。酒是喝得干了，菜是已经没有了，而他们却还是谈着谈着谈着。那个地方，即使是很喧闹的、很狡黠的，向来所不愿意多做的，而这时，大家却都忘记了这些事，只是谈着谈着谈着。没有一个人愿意先说起告别的话，要不是为了戒严或家庭的命令，竟不会有人想走开的。虽然这些闲谈都是琐屑之至的，都是无意味的，而我们却已在其间得到厌之去了。其实，在这些闲谈中，我们是时时可发现许多珠宝的，大家都互相的受着影响，大家都更进一步了解他的同伴。大家都可以从那里得到些教训与利益。There is another kind of pleasure to be found in dinner parties that I have come to appreciate in recent years, namely getting together with a few friends with whom one can talk about anything at all. There are no unfamiliar faces around the table, and we can casually drink and eat. The topics of conversation range from heaven to earth. Sometimes our words are witty and funny, heated like fire or sharp like a sword. Sometimes we get deep into conversation about scholarship and the arts. At other times we freely tease each other. At yet other times we argue with each other until our faces and ears grow flushed and hot. Lofty ideals may come to grace our discussions. And talk of love encounters, family affairs, and personal matters urge us to go on and on. We bear our hearts to each other and reveal the faces that we would not normally show to the world. We talk and talk more and more excitedly, and forget what it feels like to be tired. The wine is all gone, so is the food, but we keep the conversation going. Even if the place is noisy or shabby, a place where we normally would not like to spend even one more second, at this particular moment, we are oblivious to its shortcomings and go on talking. Nobody is willing to be the first one to stand up and take his leave, and if it were not for the curfew or family injunctions, no one would go. Although idle chats like this might appear to be extremely trivial or meaningless. We have come to appreciate the pleasure of dining together. The truth of the matter is that one could easily find gems of wisdom in our casual conversations, through which we influence, understand, and learn and benefit from each other. 再喝一杯，只要一杯，一杯，不，不能喝了，实在的。不会喝酒的人，每每这样的被强迫着而喝了过量的酒。面部红红的，映在灯光之下，是向来所未有的壮美的风采。圣桃，干一杯，干一杯！我往往的举起杯来，对着他说：“我是很喜欢一口一杯的喝酒的。”
，慢慢的，不要这样快。喝酒的趣味在于一小口一小口的喝，不在于干杯。圣陶反抗似的说，然而终于他是一口干了，一杯又是一杯。连不会喝酒的玉芝宴兵，有时竟也被我们强迫的干了一杯，于是大家轰然的大笑。是发出于心之绝底的笑。Let's drink another cup, one more, just one more. No, I can't take any more, and that's the truth. People who cannot drink are often forced to drink more than they can take. Their faces glow under the light, and they look more robust and radiant than ever. Sheng Tao, let's drink this cup. I often say to him, "My cup poised." I like to gulp down a whole cup at a time. Slow down! Don't drink so fast. The pleasure of drinking is found in taking a sip at a time, not in bottoms up. Sheng Tao protests, but in the end, he also gulps down a whole cup, one after another. Sometimes we even pressure teetotalers like Yu Zhi and Yan Bing to drink a cup with us, whereupon everyone roars with laughter—the kind of pure laughter that comes from the heart. 再有，嘉年好节，合家团团的坐在一桌上，放了十几双的红漆筷子，连不在家中的人也都放着一双筷子，都排着一个座位。小孩子笑滋滋的闹着吵着。母亲和祖母温和地笑着，妻子忙碌着，指挥着厨房中、厅堂中仆人们的做菜端菜，那也是特有一种融融溢溢的乐趣，为孤独者所度羡不止的。虽然并没有和同伴们同在时那样的艳之趣。Yet another example is on festivals. When the whole family sits around a table, on top of which are placed some ten pairs of red lacquered chopsticks, even those who are away from home have a pair, and seats are placed at the table on their behalf. Little children laugh and play rodily, and gentle smiles can be seen on the faces of the mother and the grandmother. The wife is busy supervising the servants, cooking in the kitchen, and bringing food out to the living room. Although this is not the same as partying with one's friends, there is a special kind of harmonious feeling to it, envied to no end by people who live alone. 还有，一对恋人独自在酒店的密室中晚餐；还有，从戏院中携了妻子出来，同登酒楼喝一两杯酒；还有，伴着祖母或母亲。在熊熊的炉火旁边，放了几盏小菜，闲吃着宵夜的酒，那都是使身临其境的人心醉神怡的。Then there is the pleasure of eating dinner with one's love in a quiet room in a hotel, or coming out of the theater with one's wife. One might want to go to a restaurant to have a cup or two, or by the fireside in the company of one's grandmother or mother. One can enjoy the leisure of staying up late with a few small dishes of food. All are extremely joyful occasions that can transport the soul. Anyone who takes part in them. 艳之趣是如此的不同啊。
The pleasures of food and wine can be so diverse. Thank you for listening to today's Chinese Reading Program. You can also listen to the Chinese Reading App on your smartphone and other apps. Today's program is over. I'm Shen Ting. We'll see you next time.